hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. Do you want me to start or uh, how's it? Right before we started, you said, OMG, Theo, don't cut me off. Uh I have a really good way to start the podcast. Don't you dare cut Uh me off. All right, let's start recording. I'm recording now. That's what that's what just happened. So so you tell me. These are lies, ladies and gentlemen, but because we weren't recording, I don't have evidence other than hearsay. Well, it's it's a he. Your Honor, a he's a piece of shit, and I think that should be on the record. Well, that he's a liar. Well, Your Honor, you're looking very nice today, and let me tell you, objection, flirting with the <laughs> <laughs> with the judge. And let me tell you, uh, those robes have never, those robes have never looked so sweet on that that fat fanny. Is that anything? Ooh. I like that you call my fanny fat. Well, I can tell you've been putting in the work, and uh, you know. Oh, I have. And I'm I'm in no position to judge, (laughs) but I'd say that uh, (laughs) uh, I'd sentence that fanny to to two two years of hard labor. I'll hear you out. Uh, uh, (laughs) sustained. (laughs) <laughs> Looks like I won this round, William. What it, j- judge? He's he's obviously just trying to get into your fat fanny. Well, I'll I, allow it. I'll. You know what? Oh, oh, I do have some. Oh, some. Oh, I'd, sores on my fat I'd, fanny. I did. I did bring these these mozzarella sticks here to court today, so uh, mm. I think I'll just take a little bite here. Ooh, anyone got a marinara sauce? A, ma- a, a, a tangy any. marinara. That would be- Here you go. <laughs> I brought it just in case. <laughs> in in my lawyer briefcase, I've got the legal papers and loose marinara. This is this is a phoenix right. <laughs> <laughs> this is just us being stupid. Your Honor, my first witness is a parrot that saw the murder. I'll allow it. Uh, <laughs> you can't just allow these things. <laughs> I can and I will. Now hand me more of that marinara give sauce. Give me a little we'll peek get of that on marinara. With this and give me a little peek of that fanny of yours. And I'll give you a peek of Segment City. Welcome to Segment City, the courtrooms of Segment City. Gavel, 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 gavel. Where all the law and order of the land is brought in front of a jury of, not your peers, a bunch of clowns. And where if you get convicted, instead of getting slimed, you get marinara <laughs> <laughs> well, 
<laughs> instead of like that fucking happens now. Uh, now Wouldn't that be great if in a, court, is... in a courtroom there is like the defendants and the uh, prosecution and whoever turns out to be wrong, there's just a, a marinara bucket above their, their like little bench and they just get I... dumped on in their nice in their nice uh, lawyer, lawyer proceeding clothes. I just imagined like a a person who's up on like murder charges and it's like you have been condemned to death um you sh- can choose the form of your execution if you prefer electric chair we can do that and may god rest your soul and they're just like this court is now adjourned and then he just like a big bucket of slime just comes out like green nickelodeon slime and he goes oh why didn't nickelodeon oh. ever take uh, take advantage of that and have like a kid's a kid's jury room a kid's crime a kid's we're gonna crime. kill billy all the the jury members are all kids and they hit a button and they slime them they, that would be the worst. Imagine picking for that jury as like the, the defense. You're just like, well, yeah, jury selection. Young Hannah has has her hands all sticky. There's no way she's going to be able to hit that button. Yeah. <laughs> he put gum in Susie's hair, and they had to cut it out. Well, um, any kid who actively comes in here with sticky hands or with gum, mm. um, and any of those the. Uh, the Burlington boys, you got to get rid of them. You, everybody knows they're nincompoops. They're nincompoops. You um, can't have Dennis the gotta, Menace in here. He's he's terrible. Can't have Dennis Menace. He's a real menace. Um, like how we're menaces. Hi, I'm Will Kane, stickiest hands of them all. And I'm Theosopakos, just your humble marinara uh, brewer connoisseur. connoisseur uh, chef. Were you gonna say grower? No, no. I'm a <laughs> I'm a chef here, and I'm making a fat sum off all these slimins. Oh, you know you are. <laughs> Um, and this is a podcast in which Theo and I present segments each week. Some are new, some are recurring. They're just little segments we have, I would say, about four or five every time. Four individual little parts. You Fun times. Split, split it up. Take it on the go. It's pocket size, baby. Take it on the go. Now we're going to start with Will's stupid thought for the week. Hmm. Confidence means more to an argument than facts in more cases than we would like to admit. Probably true. This is probably true. I've I've had... It hasn't been a realization. It's been kind of like a... I've been seeing this absolutely everywhere, and I don't know what the solution is of people just making unsubstantiated claims. Bold like face la- lies. La- like last episode, how we talked about QAnon. Mm-hmm. Um, totally unsubstantiated. But... Th- the effort it takes to disprove that is so high, right? And the facts that they they don't have facts is and is you can but you speak confidently. You can grab someone's attention with confidence, and then yeah. they tune out for the actual facts. If you could speak confidently, you can just like be a YouTube guy in front of a computer or what, not even show your face, and just be like, "Feminism is ruining America," and you're like, "You literally have no. Have, no, have you looked at history please, at all? Yeah, please substantiate uh, literally anything you've just said. You and and it's just really, you don't need to have an art. Like people can frame stuff, and it, it's okay. I'm going to give everyone permission to say that people are full of shit. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like people, uh, the internet is full of fake stories, and I don't think people really call each other out enough. Even though people call each other out a lot, 
I think the the confidence level, like if you go onto like a terrible YouTube video that is like actively despicable, you'll see people who are like 100% agree, dude. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know if these people just haven't been listening to the words the person said or the fact that they just said it very confidently and you might have just like, oh, I, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, you should be putting know. your skill points into charisma rather than intelligence. Definitely. That's my yeah. advice. Plus you can use... Uh, you can win those persuasion and deception checks quite easily. You're you're never gonna get into office because you're a big nerd, and everyone <laughs> knows you're a Satanist. <laughs> I just yeah, want to be kinda, one of the cool boys. It's kind of just the state of things. I feel like there's so many um, very confident people that speak, and you go. This is on both sides of the aisle, by the way. Of both, like I've heard people talk that I'm like, you're just talking out of your ass, but mm-hmm. you're just saying it so confidently mm-hmm. um, that people just like are like, oh, okay, I'll take that as I'll take your word for it, basically. And you're like, wait, you, the amount of work that you have to do to like disprove shit is so high. But anyway, too much. Not, th- what a fun thing that I had now, for a comedy he, now podcast. Now, following that, here's 20 facts on why Will is bad. What? <laughs> that would be a fun sound. You know what? I wouldn't even be mad. I would. I would like, kinda... wow, you spent a lot of time thinking of twenty facts about me. I feel honored. Yeah, I would, you thought about me a lot. Thank you. <laughs> I, I I would also take that as like, oh, I need to do better instead of Theo's being an asshole. <laughs> you know? No, Will, you got to call me out on my shit. You got to. Yeah, you're you're bad. You're bad. You're stupid. So go for it. Go with your segment then. I have a segment for you. This was sent to me by one of my friends. It's an article from Clickhole, which is okay. It's entitled Five Times the Animatronic Fox on Splash Mountain Addressed Me by Name and Told Me He Was Going to Marry My Dad. <laughs> what the fuck? It's very he... specific. Yeah, th- very specific. I just want to read it to you because I think it's very funny and all the props in the world to Clickhole because it made me laugh quite a lot. Here okay. We go starts off i recently went on a vacation to disney world with my family it was a lot of fun until i went on splash mountain there are a lot of <laughs> animatronic animals on that ride that sing and dance yep. before uh-huh. you go over a big drop at the end and although most of these robotic animals are wonderful to watch as you float down the river there was an animatronic fox that started addressing me by name halfway through the ride <laughs> he told me he was going to marry my dad he did that five times <laughs> <laughs> I just, hey Johnny, hey Johnny, you got a fine-looking dad right there. I really like how your dad looks. You got a big fat ass that I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to dip him in marinara. <laughs> oh, not my dad. He's not a mozzarella stick. What about my mom? What about your mom, Johnny? She can watch if she wanted, if she's into it. But I'm getting some dad action. I'm getting some dad ass. And then, wait, five, okay, does that mean that they went on the ride five times, or the fox, like, popped out, hey, it's me again, Johnny, I'm back, I moved, I'm creepy. Part one, the time the animatronic fox made eye contact with me. I was riding Splash Mountain, and the animatronic fox was doing his pre-programmed speech about how he wanted to catch an animatronic rabbit. The fox said, Mm -hmm. now's your chance to set a trap for Br'er Rabbit. Then it turned and and looked me right in the eyes and said, I'm going to marry your dad, Ryan. Then the fox <laughs> leaned in real close to my face, which I'm pretty sure is not programmed to do, and said, 
Call me Mrs. Dad, Ryan. I'm going to be your dad's bride at his wedding. Before he could say anything else, I had floated away from him to enjoy the rest of the magic of Splash Mountain. I just imagined the dad's exit like, having a great time, my son. Part two. The time the animatronic fox kept talking about how my da- about how long the wedding would take when he married my dad. Oh my god! The big drop at the end of Splash Mountain was so fun that I decided to get back in line and ride it again. I was having a blast yeah. listening to all the robotic animals sing and move around until the animatronic fox once again turned to me as I floated past. It started to say, "You sure done moved." <laughs> it started to say, "You sure done made a fool of yourself, Brer Brer Bear." But about halfway through of the line, it trailed off, turned around and said, Welcome back, Ryan. I'm going to marry your religious dad and the wedding's going to take forever. Everyone's going to talk slow and your dad and I are going to kiss 100 times. Your dad is going to get down on his knees and thank Christ for making this his wedding to the robot fox take so long. I had tried to tell the robotic fox that I didn't want that to happen, but I had already floated away from him. A classic, the classic move. Part three. The time the animatronic fox told me that he was going to wear my clothes when he married my dad. No. (laughs) Okay, it's getting creepier. (laughs) I had decided not to go on Splash Mountain anymore, but then I remembered how fun the big drop at the end was. Stop. Stop going. (laughs) I got back in line. Okay, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Brian now. Ryan's a fucking idiot. I was hoping the animatronic fox would just do his clockwork movements and pre-recorded lines, but instead he no. popped him out of the water in the middle of the ride and said, "Your dad is my fiance, Ryan. I'm going to wear your shirts <laughs> and pants when I marry your dad. Your dad's going to going to wear a wedding dress, and we're going to bond in the eyes of Christ. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of Splash Mountain, Ryan." After the ride, I told the Disney World employee working the line what had happened, and he just said, that sounds bad, but he didn't do anything. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds that bad. bad. Part four. The time the fox's voice came out of the animatronic goose. I just couldn't stay away from that incredible drop at the end of Splash Mountain, so I got right back in line. <laughs> There was an animatronic goose on Splash Mountain who mostly sings and babbles about being careful on rivers. One time when I was floating past the goose, it stopped singing, swiveled on its metal hinges to face me and said to me in the fox's voice, Ryan, it's me, the fox. I'm going to marry the ever-loving shit out of your religious dad. Listen to me, Ryan. Our wedding will not have any refreshments. Guests will be permitted to bring a one bowl of warm water from home. But that's it. When I, once I marry your dad, I'm going to become a huge part of your life. Have fun on the big drop. Then the voice, the goose's voice returned to normal and it sang a song about finish, about fishing. I do not want to attend a wedding where there is no food, especially since the fox said it was going to be very long. Part five. Stop. Stop. Can, can you just, Ryan, this is your fault now. I'm on the fox's side now. Part five. The time the anim- an animatronic model of my dad appeared next to the fox. Whoa. I had promised myself I would never ride Splash Mountain again, but on the last day of vacation, the siren song of the big fun drop lured me right back to the den of clockwork, <laughs> the den of the clockwork fox and his wet carnival of torment. 
When I got to the animatronic fox, he was standing next to an animatronic model of my father, which sparked and sputtered as it moved back and forth in a repetitious motion. My log boat stopped right at that scene, which it hadn't done any of the other times before. And the animatronic fox started saying like things like, Hello, Ryan, your dad and I are going to be each other's wives. And you'll have to watch me marry your dad through the window of the church because you're not allowed inside, Ryan. Oh, no. <laughs> then the animatronic model of my dad said, I love marrying the fox more than I love having a son. And then it burst into flames. As the ride finally lurched forward on the river, I floated away from the horrific scene and the fox called after me, I'll see you and your real dad at the wedding, Ryan. I tried to call back, please don't do this, but my voice was drowned out by the sound of the robotic porcupine singing about the dangers of being foolhardy. End. They didn't say if they got married or not? That was it. It was his experience on Splash Mountain. Ooh. Spoopy, creepy pasta. Creepy pasta. That got me the first time I read it. It got me so good. That sounds bad. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a bummer. That sounds bad. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Next. (laughs) That sounds bad. Well, thank you for putting up with my Splash Mountain ride. I'm ready for the next ride. Can you put up with our next segment? Which is, I have a book called The Legion of Regrettable Supervillains, featuring the 50 strangest supervillains in the history of comics. <gasps> and I thought we could read some of them. All right. I'm going to read. Okay, this is my favorite. I, I opened up to a random page and I. Tell me I it's was Mar- like, this Mar- is the Man. one. It's Marinara Man, isn't it? It is not Marinara Man. It's me, it Marinara Man. Here to ruin the segment. I'm okay. This is from uh, 1945, debuted in Dynamic Comics number 16. Mm-hmm. He is the enemy of Yankee Boy. <laughs> he's, he's, what? And his name is the Reefer King. The Reefer. Yes, <laughs> the Reefer King. Just the, fatted, the fattest clouds. <laughs> oh, you're fucking done for, Yankee boy. Yankee you boy, you little bitch. You been coughing on <laughs> off that reef, bro. They they have a, a quote from from Reefer King. Scoop up those reefers and makins. You gotta help me harvest the crop before we scram. He sounds like an, a, too energetic of a character. He sounds like he's got too much going on in his life. Yep. And now they have a they have a whole page for him. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, read it. Every form of America media has, at one point or another, addressed the perceived threat of marijuana use by engaging <laughs> in some elaborate hyperbole. <laughs> they couldn't have just said, "Don't smoke the pot." No, that's what Dare was, and it failed <laughs> that was dare. miserably. Healthy, vibrant youngsters are turned into leering, hunched-over maniacs. You know, as you d- wait, do I leer? I mean, you are. Do I, I do have a hunch. You're hunching. Like, you're, do I leer? Hello, I'm hunching. I'm a maniac. I must smoke oh, no. the reefer. The reefer. Scintillating intellects are draped in never ending psychosis. Law abiding citizens become hardened, murder happy gunslingers overnight, all in the name of feeding a ravenous habit. Reefer madness. Let's just pause and, and acknowledge that what they're suggesting uh-huh. is that when you smoke pot. Yes. You become immediately very addicted, 
Yes. And your immediate impulse is to murder. To shoot people, yeah. That's Yeah, I don't see that's that's real. That's it doesn't real sound like it's been written by someone who's necessarily been in contact with said substance. You know when you smoke pot and you f- you just start like you you grow extra arms mm-hmm. and you yeah, like yeah, yeah. you you start feeling tingly all over because your your entire body is now a tongue that can taste everything and so you tingle you're like ooh ooh my couch is is tastes like Doritos you know when have that you, happens have you ever have you ever smoked so much weed that you became real small but you had the strength of two, of a hundred men and you could command yeah. ants that's you know oh, that's you, just Ant Man you know when you smoke so much pot they be you become the enemy of Yankee Boy. <laughs> that's that's the point I'm at. You ever smoke so much pot that you invent a character called Yankee Boy? <laughs> <laughs> Yankee Boy. He just also looks like a Hardy Boy. Like he just is a, not a good character design. Um. All right. One Mary Jane laced menace is the so-called Reefer King, a shady dealer of quote funny cigarettes. At no point in the story are the illicit cigarettes ever referred to as marijuana or cannabis. Mm-mm. So just not even, no, 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 definitely weird. not. Taking advantage of a wartime shortage of tobacco products, King, aided by the equally violent Creeper, approaches shopkeepers with an alluring offer. At a dime per cig, he tells the humble owner of the otherwise legit cigar store, you'll be making yourself a hundred percent profit, Mac. Hundred. A hundred percent profit, that's right. And when your customers get in the habit, you'll be in clover. It's too good an offer to pass up, which is why Mac ends up selling something new to innocent teenage tobacco aficionado Mickey. Oh this yeah, is also nineteen forties. Just, just ca- yeah, tobacco aficionado teen is a total normal thing to say. Yeah, there's certainly something jarring here, even amusingly ironic, about a story that condemns the use of marijuana while blithely ap- approving of the unhealthy habit of underage smoking. Yeah, they're like totally cool with being addicted to nicotine, but not that other devil menace. Yep. Puffing away in a filthy back alley, the Roofer King's insidious cigarettes affect a strange change on the youngster. He notes that the smoke makes him think different. Producing a toy pistol from nowhere, Mickey tells us, this four-bit cap pistol looks like a real gun in the dark. I'm getting ideas! (laughs) 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 You know that first time as a kid where you tasted soda and you had your first first taste and you go, I'm getting ideas! Mickey's joint-inspired attempt to hold up a gas station gets him slapped around by an attendant and hauled off to prison. So the attendant just goes, no, 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 and just smacks him up. (laughs) Uh, soon, local law enforcement informs All-American teen Vic Martin, classic All-American team, All-American team, a.k.a. Yankee Boy, about the bad cigarettes being sold around town. When Yankee Boy confronts King, the kahuna of cannabis is quick to turn to violence, <laughs> pulling a gun on Yankee Boy and firing wildly into the streets. <laughs> like, I like <laughs> the idea that the, the police were like, yeah, so, uh, Vic, we got this maniac who, uh, held up a store. Maybe you should go talk to him because we don't, we, the police, don't know what to do about it. Vic, you seem like a good all American boy. Maybe you can handle this. Maybe you're, you're more responsible than us, boy. the law enforcement. Fucking Yankee boy. Fucking um, Yankee boy. I hate that guy. For good measure, he shoots Mac, the cigar shop owner, directly in the face. Oh my god. Wait. <laughs> fucking murders zero him. Zero to a hundred really quick. Yeah. 
Yankee Boy pursues King back to his hideout, where he engages in a knockdown, dragout battle with King and the Creeper. The duo attack Yankee Boy with clubs and size, but in the end, they're defeated by the Kid Hero. Forced to walk back to the police headquarters, the King and his partner reflect on the ultimate lesson of their wickedness. Why was we so dumb, King? Asked Creeper. <laughs> Why was and, we? Yeah, good. And that's the end of it. Wow. Of Reefer King. But I got one more to for be you. Honestly, though, one more. Like, I still don't like Yankee Boy. I'm still not a fan of Yankee Boy, even after all that you know, propaganda. What do you think of... Reefer um, King is hard as fuck. He shot someone in the face. Yeah, Reefer King's he's a kind of a... Creeper looks like literally the Grim Reaper. So I don't know why he's not like... Mm-hmm. He's probably a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You don't like Yankee Boy, but do you like Spirit of 76, also known as Agent 99, also known as Natus, and more? Sorry, sorry. You're going to have, son, you're going to have to choose a, res- a name to put at the top of the resume. It's from Pocket Comics, okay. number one. And this villain's name is Satan. Oh, good. It's just, uh-huh. it's just straight up Satan. And He's he from the like, comic book, The Bible. Uh-huh. He looks like he looks like Satan, except he has like a big, uh, he has a green shirt on and it has a swastika on it. You're good. Because if Satan wasn't evil enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the quote from him is, is why I chose this one. Foiled again. Oh, why can't I die? <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm i'm just trying to do a plan so that somebody will kill me and i keep losing but i keep not dying this is the worst outcome (laughs) satan proclaims his introduction mad dictator of the underworld wherever there is crime brutality death in the world there is satan so it seems from his infernal throne in a chamber filled with hidden death traps satan commands a nationwide network of spies uh, and saboteurs, pausing only to drop one of them through a trapdoor to a spike-filled floor below. <laughs> He's so evil take... that even his own hires aren't safe. <laughs> or to take an urgent phone call from Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they've just put him like, like okay, to put it in perspective, Satan has a network of spies and commands uh-huh. the entire underworld. Yes. But still, he's at the beck and call of, of Hitler. You know, he's yeah. He's well, no, they're just like phone buddies. They're fo- oh, they're they're like pen pals. They're like, oh, what are you doing today? We let's not go in the same dress, so to speak. Let's <laughs> not all. Let's let's have different efforts. Um. Then he organizes high octane acts of evil to undo America's military efforts. Adding insult to injury, he uses the Statue of Liberty's torch to send messages to hidden Nazi subs. That sounds resulting- like some QAnon shit. <laughs> Yep, resulting in a terrible battle which sticks the fleet in New York's harbor. Fond of machine guns, he slays dozens of factory workers and ends the lives of important bigwigs at a fancy opera house. So what? So he's just hitting everybody now. From from the lonely factory worker to the bigwigs and the opera No, house. unsafe. Whatever else could you say about him? Evidently, Satan doesn't discriminate across economic classes, so they know. Hey, well, you uh, know, at least Satan is an equal uh, equal opportunity employer. He doesn't discriminate. The red-skinned demonic figure's primary goal on Earth finds some means by which he can be permanently rendered dead. So he oh my God! To die. What a relatable character! I can't believe oh, this. Oh no. <laughs> 
notwithstanding his satanic visage, Satan only shares his appearance and name with the biblical with his biblical forebearer. In fact, 500 years earlier, he had been an unnamed Spanish explorer seeking the Fountain of Youth, evidently having found the the fountain of turning into a horrible devil man instead oh, he no. transformed on the spot <laughs> this was it's like there are two fountains right next to each other and it's like you must choose which is which one makes you want to die one makes you live forever can i do both can i do I yes please <laughs> adding to his shock and despair is the discovery that he apparently cannot die satan takes the worst that a handful of takes the worst that a handful of superheroes um, has to offer. He gets poisoned by his own tarantula and willingly jumps from a plane. Ultimately, he walks away unscathed. Ranchy, you're my only friend in this whole world. I would never do anything to harm you. You son of a bitch. Ow, ow, ow. All right, at least it's poisonous. Maybe I'll die. But it's, damn it, it's not poisoned enough. Uh... The closest Satan comes to permanent death involves a lemon-yellow doppelganger named Natus, who takes umbrage at Satan's claim of being the lord of evil. Natus is just Satan backwards. (laughs) Yep. To prove that one of them is actually the most evil creature on Earth, the pair sign an agreement. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Paris Accords of being mean. Quote, know you all men of evil. On this day, Satan and Natus agree that whoever does more wrong shall rightfully be the lord of evil. That cannot be a binding legal document. Their their contest ends when the two turn machine guns on one another as if choreographed. When the smoke clears, explains the caption, their blasted bodies wallow helplessly in a widening pool of blood. This is dark. Uh, Satan collapses seemingly and finally dead or at the very least, canceled, as Pocket Comics ended publication after its fourth issue, and (laughs) Satan failed to reappear in any of the line's other titles. Perhaps he got his wish. Wow. And that's Satan, and we'll maybe do some more regrettable supervillains some other time. I hope so. I want to hear more about Ranchy. Ranchy? Ranchy. Tarantula. I think there might be a guy who's named Tarantula. Oh, good. I can't wait. So, Ranchy! Go on your segment now please well is it time is it time is it time is it time for what do you want to do is it time or do you mean versus versus this is a segment in which theo and i uh try to combat our ideas based on a prompt let's first sign an agreement that says whoever whoever has the best the best Uh verses is the king of evil Okay, yeah, that's binding. Okay, that's legally I, binding. Um, this is this this is like a we we don't ever find out who the winner is. We we kind of decide, but but if I this win, one especially, is going to be a loose as hell. But if I win, I'm coming to your house and throwing a bottle of marinara at, your, at the side of your house. I know you will. <laughs> I know you will because that's what you do every time you win any game. You're such a sore winner. I'm a sore winner. I love marinara. You love the marinara. So the prompt that I gave. Uh, what if you could make a Muppet adaptation adaptation of a classic movie? Uh, what movie would it be, and what character slash actor will be the sole sole human in the cast? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, do you want to start off, or do you want me to start off? Because I have a few. I have a few, but why don't you go first? I thought up uh, Muppet 
Shawshank Redemption. Mm, with the only human being being Morgan Freeman. <laughs> he's just sur- he's like so serious and he's just surrounded <laughs> by Muppets. He's just <laughs> I think that Kermit came in in the summer of 86. <laughs> and he was an odd looking fella. He was more green than anything. And it's not easy being green. Especially on the inside. Hmm. I heard you were a a man that can get things. <laughs> I hear you could get things. I, th- I hear you can get things. What, what are you in for? Well, I'm innocent. Um, I'm, I was an accountant. And uh, they said that I murdered my wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good one. I would watch that. I would absolutely Clim- watch that. And then, like, the, climbing through all the, the... At the end. Anyway, that <laughs> I think it writes itself, kind of. <laughs> All right, my first pitch. Uh huh. Die Hard, Muppets version. Damn it, you took my one. <laughs> uh, that's the one I, I wanted knew, to do. I knew that we were gonna have some some overlap. I think John McClane would still be the best to be the human. I would love oh, no. to see. I would love to see him just going around trying to murder a bunch of Muppets to get out of this building. I, he meets Muppet Hans Gruber. I think Hans Gruber should be the only human because imagine him just having to deal with all the, like with Gonzo being like Hans, Bobby, <laughs> I got a I got a deal for you. Like I would love it if he was facing down John McClane and Muppet Hans Gruber was like, "Oh yes, what was it you said before? Yippee ki yay!" <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I imagine Kermit being John McClane is being like, "Yippee ki motherfucker." And just, <laughs> I think it could work yeah. both ways. I think it could work both ways. Come down to LA. Have a good time. <laughs> have some laughs. Have some drinks. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Who did you say you are married to? My husband is not <laughs> in the picture. <laughs> Looks at. Are you Mrs. The Frog? <laughs> the Frog. <laughs> Just dropping him off a fucking building. Alright. Yeah, that was a, that was my that was yeah, one for I'm me. Sorry uh, over it. What's your next one? Uh I think that the Godfather mm. would be a great one. Kermit the as only the Godfather. Human. No, I think Marlon Brando's the only Marlon human. Be the only human. <laughs> I'm I'm the you guy. Come to me. Come to me. My, the day of my daughter's wedding. That's right. <laughs> Kiss the ring. Just, like, <laughs> just just Beaker waking up with a horse head in his thing. Me 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 That would be really good. <laughs> Look how they massacred my, my boy. boy. <laughs> and he just holds up stuffing like. <laughs> it's just like the the underside where the hand goes in, and it's just empty. Look at how they massacred mm-hmm. my boy. I. <laughs> You got one? I got another one. My next one is Rocky. I think it would still be, Oh, yeah. I think Rocky would be great. I think that keeping... Um, S- Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, keeping Sylvester Stallone as Rocky and having him... Having the training montage, knowing that he's going up against a Muppet at the end of the movie. <laughs> who's, okay, who is Apollo Creed? I need to know that. Oh, the, the, uh, can... the American Eagle. The Eagle. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Of course I will fight you. Of course. And then I just love, fucking, love the, and, uh, the end where he's just like, 
Adrian! And there's like yeah. a Muppet coming towards her. And then the two old guys in the box, um, what are their names? War... Whirl, I forget what their names are. It's like, oh, watching the fight. Look at him. He's getting his ass beat. He's getting his ass beat. (laughs) He's getting his, he's getting destroyed. I think that Star Wars Mm -hmm. would be very fun. Mm -hmm. Luke as the only human. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to go to Tashi Station to get some power converters. He goes to the, (laughs) who would Obi-Wan be? Would that be? Kermit? Mm. Oh no, Kermit would probably be the, Han. You think Kermit would be Han? Yeah, he yeah. did the the yeah. um the Kessel run in mm, five parsecs. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> and, and then absolutely uh Chewbacca's Grover. Absolutely. Uh, hey, how's it going? It's, that's, a, oh, that's, oh, a one, I... that's a like for like. <sighs> that's easy yeah. cast. Who would be C3PO and R2-D2. Let's see. Oh, maybe C-3PO could be the, the backstage guy with the glasses. Do you remember him? I forgot what his name is. He could be uh, the crawfish guy. <laughs> oh, oh, What's I, his face? But, but imagine him going into the cantina and just like animals there. He's like, wah, 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 <laughs> like at the cantina band. Just having a great time. Um, Darth Vader is just... <laughs> who would Darth Vader be? Maybe like Elmo? That would be pretty funny. You can't you can't understand he's has got the the the, the um voice modulator the whole time and then at the end when he takes it off it's Fozzie the Bear the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I'm your father. <laughs> oh my god. I just went on Disney to look at different Muppets to have a reference. Uh-huh. They have a picture of Kermit as As Luke? Nope. The frog DeLorean as Oh my god. Him as Baby Yoda. <laughs> oh my fucking god no oh my god i'm a grown man i have a show i've been alive for so long they have a spoof oh. on wandavision it's called camilla oh, gonzo no. oh no <laughs> okay <laughs> waka waka <laughs> all right uh, yeah i have one more okay i'm gonna have to go with mad max 2 the only human Ooh. being the boomerang kid because he's an idiot. <laughs> I would love to just see. I want to see. Who would Lord Humongous be is my main question. Ooh. I think Fozzie Bear actually could be a yeah, great I think Lord Fo- Humongous. I got a joke for all of you. A waka waka. If you don't come out, we'll kill you all. Waka waka. And all the people are like, waka waka. Waka waka. He's <laughs> having a great time. I could. I have a few other ones. Animal would be a great wastelander. Yeah, would be great. <laughs> Who would Max be? I've been. I've been going on the wasteland for so long. I think Kermit would I've have Max. Yeah. I don't even know who I what am anymore. I've lost every vestige of myself. Hmm. That kind of sucks. Uh, I think Lord of the Rings. Hmm. Hmm. The only human probably being Sam. That would be great. That would be wonderful. I love it because he's a very patient character, so he probably would be totally unfazed just if everyone was Muppets. He probably just... I think Kermit is Aragorn. I think Elmo is probably Frodo. Who's Gollum? Sam, we gotta go! Um, <laughs> Who is Gollum? Oh, that's a good... Maybe Animal? Or Pepe the Prawn? Oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe... Or the Rat? The Rat, yeah, the Rat. The ra- 
Boil them, yeah, mash them, put them in the... Taters? What's taters? We could take the we could take the ring, couldn't we? No. Yes, we have to take the ring. Good <laughs> Smeagol, good. Who'd be Legolas? Who's a hmm I know that What's the uh, what's the name of the female elf? She'd definitely be Miss Piggy. The the terrifying Gala- one? Galadriel? Or the one, Galadriel, is that her or, name? Or the one that is in love with Aragorn. Mm, the one that's in love with Aragorn, definitely. Yeah. She yeah, she would absolutely be I cannot go to the land of the undying. <laughs> but you must. You must in the eagles. <laughs> Is the dad? Yeah. Mm, yes. Who's Gim- I Who's guess Gimli? Grover would Grover maybe yeah. would be Gimli. Could be. Grimly. I don't know who Legolas would be. Who's Who's like has that kind of elfish charm are you just looking up picture i'm gonna look up pictures of I, the full I, Muppet honestly cast. i needed i needed a reference to try to remember all of the muppets yeah there's a lot of, maybe like gonzo oh what would swedish chef be <laughs> i would love it if if uh if gandalf and saruman were uh statler and waldorf and they were just oh my god yes with each other <laughs> you old son of a bitch <laughs> And they turn on each other. That would be so good. Look to the east. Oh. <laughs> I th- the Ooh. darkness grows. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, there's like obvious ones. I feel like Casablanca is very like, uh, you know, Kermit would be the main guy. I haven't seen Casablanca, if I'm being honest. I, I probably should. That too. It's on my list. It's on my list as well. But don't. Go, Kermit. I must. I I gotta. You gotta. The <laughs> war. The war's going on. I'm sorry. The war. The war. I don't know. I'm. I'm doing a Christopher Walken as Kermit <laughs> the Frog. I didn't even know I could do multiple kinds of things. What's the name? It. What's the name of the? Oh, the chicken would be R two D two. Just going back a little bit. The chicken would be R2-D2. Camilla. <laughs> the Camilla. The yeah, chicken Cam- would be Camilla R2-D2. would absolutely be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go through a list of some classic movies. I just want to do my fucking impressions, if I'm being honest. This Wizard is a, of Oz? This is, this is a whole segment just for you to do your impressions. Yeah, Wizard of Oz. Who I think Dorothy would be the only human, and everybody else was Muppets. Camilla could be Toto, definitely. Yeah. Um, Tin Man could be... Oh, the lion would absolutely be Fozzie. No, no question. Yeah. No doubt in my mind. Waka, waka. Um... <laughs> the Wicked Witch of the West could be the Swedish chef. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, wait. Oh, That's actually... would No, it'd be Miss Piggy, wouldn't it? Or would she be Glinda? I think she'd, she'd be, be Glinda. Glinda. She'd have to be Glinda. I'm sure that's You're even been magical. done. Yeah. Um, Psycho? Are you fucking kidding me? Of course. <laughs> um, fucking Miss Piggy being murdered in a shower? Oh my would, God. I would pay so much money to watch that. Looks like uh, I'm bacon. My bacon! And there's just like felt everywhere. <laughs> the only human is probably going to be um is going to be the the Norman Bates. Because mm-hmm. I don't and then like the investigators of <laughs> like the people who come after is like mm, my my fiance is gone. She 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 stole some money from her work. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh the sound of music. Sure. The hills are alive with the sound of music. What's the name of the um 
the boyfriend who turns out to be a Nazi. Oh, I forget. Who would that be? Oh, would it be Kermit? I don't think it. Maybe it would be like you can't have Gonzo Kermit be a Nazi. Gonzo or somebody else that you can you can absolutely make <laughs> a can Nazi. Write, oh no, that we could write as a Nazi. Yeah, just write him as oh god. My uh, girlfriend suggested this isn't a movie, but the show Hannibal mm-hmm. <laughs> with Mads Mikkelsen as the human. <laughs> This is delicious. What kind of meat is it? And it's just like felt liver. <laughs> yeah, it's green. It's like, oh, God. A- <laughs> Will, you are having a, a delusion. I don't know if I can keep doing this. It's it's driving me insane. <laughs> All these bodies. I feel like I'm I'm really getting into the mindset of the, the Chesapeake Gripper. I don't know if I can keep doing this. Maybe he's closer than you think. Beaker would absolutely uh, be in that. Who would be the human if we did Harry Potter? Ron. Would it be Harry or would it be <laughs> Voldemort? Would, oh my gosh, he'd be so much more entertaining if Voldemort was trying to kill trying to kill a Muppet Harry. That would be so entertaining. If it was the It would the, just the, be the, pop, the total, Potter like, Puppet Pals. Yeah, Did but you ever watch Potter still, Puppet Pals? Yeah, it was Potter Puppet Pals, but it would still be like the Voldemort in full makeup, like looking all creepy yeah. as shit. <gasps> Harry Potter. Yes, the boy, the boy who lived. I don't I guess. know what you're talking about. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Come to me, Harry. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm good over here. I'm good over here. <laughs> um, who would be Ron? Maybe Fozzie would probably be Ron. Probably Ron. be Fozzie. Yeah, Ron. Yeah, that would be Fozzie. Miss Piggy would be Hermione. I suppose so. She's Hermione and Miss Piggy or- don't have much resemblance. There's not a lot of female characters. Maybe it's the the female member of the the band. Mm-hmm. Could be, or Henrietta the chicken. I would love it if uh, Crab and Goyle were the two old guys. <laughs> They're oh, yeah. just like like <laughs> like like, like uh, Draco was was doing stuff, and they were just making wisecracks at him in the background. <laughs> you would have to have multiple human characters because Draco yeah, there's, would there's, also be a great Draco would be another one, yeah. Too big of a cast that right. you, you would have to. Um, who would be Dumbledore? Oh, man. oh, Grover maybe, or the Eagle. Grover or the Eagle. Eagle Eagle is probably a better fit. Yeah, I would love it if Beaker was Dumbledore. <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> Thank you, very Dumbledore. wise, <laughs> very good, Dumbledore. That's so wise. Oh, I can't believe Muppet Fight Club. Muppet Fight we, Club. Only, only human is Edward Norton. <laughs> You're having a del- It's his big delusion is actually that he's living in a Muppet world. <laughs> the, I first the-, rule, the first rule of Muppet Club is you don't talk about Muppet Club. I am the hand up Jack's ass. <laughs> I- <laughs> the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. And then just, oh my God. Miss Piggy being um, the goth lady, you know who I'm talking about. She's also like the only female character the only, in the movie. Yeah, the one female movie. character in the movie, yeah. You could ask a Project Mayhem! Woo! Oh my gosh, Fight Club came out in 1999. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, Muppet Titanic? Mm hmm. I mean, that's Miss Piggy and, and Kermit all the way, right? Like, yeah. 
Who's would the only human be like the captain? No, the captain would be the eagle. <laughs> the captain I think would be the they, eagle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like Kathy Bates' character of just like <laughs> rich lady. <laughs> There's the one rich lady on the boat, and you're like, yeah. why is she here? Draw me like one of your French pigs. One of your no, cochons. <laughs> I'm flying, Kermit. I'm flying. Don't fly too far. Whoa. I think that. Is that an iceberg? I don't know. <laughs> Waldorf and <laughs> Satin Waldorf are just. Del- oh, <laughs> is that an iceberg? I don't know. Let me get my my peepers on. I'll send you down oh, with the ship. <laughs> or they're just like sitting on the deck while it's sinking. And they're like, we're not going to move. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to move. Yeah, totally. The band's like, well, guys, time for our last go. Animals <laughs> <laughs> just going wild. I think we got a pretty good selection. We've there. got a good selection. Um, from now on, Hollywood, look no further. You've got yeah, Muppet movies up. as far as the eyes can see. I absolutely, I can't believe you still die hard for me. It's so good. That was the it's one such that a perfect was fit. So pre- it's such a perfect fit. Yippee ki motherfucker. <laughs> and with that, we're at the end of the podcast. I know it just goes by so quickly. So thank you, everybody. Uh, if you have any segments or any ideas for Muppet-related movies, if you want to replace any movie, classic movies with Muppets, send it to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com or set it, send it to our Twitter at segmentcity. Our YouTube is segmentcity. Send us a review. Send us a rating. We love seeing those, and we want to give a big thank you to a very particular person. That'd be Rachel Robinson. Thank you for doing our intro music. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And, and I would never replace her with a Muppet. You couldn't make me. I, I, I've, have you ever, I want to do like a little class where I make a Muppet of myself. I think that would be fun. Or just like, not even of hey, myself. I, I would think, like, I want a fun. I think that's a solo project. I don't think they have a class for that. They have classes. They have classes for everything. If I can drink <laughs> wine, and if I have a class that tells me what cheese goes well with wine, that can absolutely be. Is that the new millennial thing? Go take a class to make a Muppet of yourself and then walk around with a Muppet of yourself? Oh, I love that. Oh, are you kidding me? It's a huge business opportunity. There'd be Avenue Q everywhere. We live on Avenue Q. Yes, we do. Whenever you're feeling a little awkward, just pull your Muppet out of your bag. It's an instant icebreaker. I would would probably make it like a fuzzy kind of guy, like a monster. Mm -hmm. Hey, how's it going there, fella? You having a tough day? Imagine me on a train come up to you and just like, you seem pretty down. You want me to sing a song about it? I'm like, yeah, that would really help. <laughs> Sometimes you're down in the dumps. Sometimes I already fucked up. The- <laughs> I was going to let you go. That was great. Oh, man. I, I didn't know where I was going to go with it. Sometimes you feel sad. And that's too bad. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta be happy. I and love it. That's my little song. I would, <laughs> I would absolutely do that. Are you fine? No, Hollywood, I wouldn't do that in real life. Look no further. Your boys have arrived. We're here. We're, we already got our Muppet voices. And we're only in doing Muppet content, nothing else. Don't contact about oh, anything other than Muppet content. Love to be the new Kermit, but I'm not. And everyone knows it. But I can well. still dream. And I can still dream at the end of the podcast. I hope you dream of Segment City. I hope so, too. That would be nice.
Goodbye, everyone. Sleep tight. And keep marinara in your dreams. Stop. (laughs) Stop.